when you have an office with BCL. They don't have ID, they can't get into a hotel room. To, to get them the help they need, especially if someone even gets arrested. A lot of people don't know how the justice system works. But I want someone to actually know them and, and know that it's legit. 30 years, I started out as an investor first. Um, I would in general be wary of the storefront psychic. Powers. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> hey everybody, this is David Colmeyer, the Problem Solver. Thanks so much for joining us today. It appears we're doing Thursdays at 6 p.m. now. It's the new time, the new bad time for the Problem 620. Solver. 6.20. <laughs> As usual, the goal is to help people solve problems and talk about people's Maybe problems in the past, bring different experts on, whatever we can do to learn specifically about how to solve a problem in the future, you know, I guess. But the bottom line is, is bringing different people on and, and sharing their different stories, I think helps a lot of different people. So um, as usual, the problem solver dot Vegas is a app that you can add to your home screen. If you have a problem, you can go to the app. You could also call 702-999-1111. Again, 702-999-1111. You text and call if there's a problem, you need some help, meaning that got into an accident, you're injured, you got arrested, you need to be bailed out of jail, you have a problem with your house situation where it may be foreclosed, you need a mortgage agent, you need a plumber, you need whatever you need, whatever problem you have, we have a network of problem solvers helping people. So that is the goal, is to help people solve problems. And today, actually, I'm bringing on someone who I did help as well, who had a problem, and we all have problems in life. So the bottom line is I'm glad to actually share a little bit of his experience of working with me and the Problem Solver Show as well. So... As usual, my, my great co-host, we have Jean T here, Dr. G. Hello, everyone. Dr. G's in the house, my co-host, helping people every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 24 hours, seven days a week. Yep, that's me. Instead of a crime solver, um, a crime fighter, she's a problem fighter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yes. So Dr. Problem G, fighter. So Dr. G is a doctor in many avenues. Yes. Certified to help people. I am. With problems. I am. Every single problem. So today we have a special guest. He's, he's being so quiet. He's normally so vocal. Hopefully, he's. I mean, I'm up. letting you lead the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, I'm just here. So today we have a special guest. It's actually a good friend of mine. His name is Wayne Warrington. Thanks, Wayne, for joining us today. Pleasure. Thank you for having me on Vegas Famous Concierge. Hey. So, Wayne is is an interesting guy. I was about to say interesting cat. Okay. Interesting guy in general. Pretty I think he's. I think he's. I will share. Um, I think he's a great guy in general. And I was saying that. Um, you know, in life, we all, everyone has different problems. I am not perfect. John T is definitely not perfect, Dr. G. I am totally perfect. Not perfect. Okay, don't, don't group me with your issues. Most Shenanigans. Of the things, <laughs> most of the things that John T has done, the statute of limitations over, she cannot be arrested for, so she is clear. Yeah, so She's I talk about everything. Yes. Yes. So uh, Seven years is a beautiful thing, isn't it? <laughs> Unless so every, it's murder, you can't really... Expunge that. Right, right, yeah. We're not going to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, unless you've been indicted and served time for it and then there's double jeopardy okay so you're fine you're fine that she has that. a record seal so you cannot see anything on her record with right her. it's clean with all these lawyers cool. i know you know sweet mm -hmm. so that's be nice where's my record sealing that motherfucker <laughs> needs to be sealed like area 51 <laughs> well tell us what wh why what what do you do what do i do yeah. now well, well sure. no, no no let's let's talk about no? it. Okay. she's like well what do you do i want to say what you do for the for the 
for later on the show because that's you know positive stuff in general. Oh, yeah. I think that your past is interesting because wait because Doctor G doesn't know who you are. Okay, your background, <laughs> and I think it's an interesting story. I think it's some people would say it's interesting. Some people would say it's funny. You know, and we'll talk about that. There's a fucking it. shit show. Well, I thought a recent would tie in the past or the past. I want to start, I want to start recent, a little bit. No? I want to start a little bit from the beginning for him for mm. people that know, don't oh, know. Oh, okay, is. okay, sure. You don't even know that you're with a celebrity. Oh God, start with the beginning. So it's you, so you were born. Vegas famous He's, Wayne. So you came out of the womb and what? Well, when? Do, you, do you remember? <laughs> Are we going back that far? Because I can, I can. Whoom, you know what I mean? So do you remember there was a guy that killed like eight people? Oh shit. No. Here we go. Wayne. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> remember like, that no, guy no, that no, shut no. the city down? No. Wayne. No. <laughs> Wayne actually started COVID. He actually no. started, <laughs> he did COVID. He, was, he went to China. He was in China. Mommy. Fucked he, some Chinamen and brought it back? He went to China and brought back COVID. Oh. And he shut down the entire Las Vegas city. Now he's bringing it back with Vegas fa famous concierge. Oh, gosh. His concierge service. Okay. But right. Anyway, so tell us, Wayne. Tell us. Let's go back. Where? Tell us about you. Where are you from originally? Give us a little bit of background about Wayne. Okay. Which I never so really got. I'm 32 years old. I'm a Vegas native. Um, I was born and raised in Vegas. Sunrise Hospital. Um, I was actually pulled from my mom at birth. I was put up for adoption. <laughs> it really is going nailed that, it. that far. You know what I mean? But uh, anyways. What room, so, what room at Sunrise? Don't remember all okay. that. Oh but uh, yeah, so I was adopted at three, and then I've been living in Vegas for most of my life. I've also lived in Texas, Centerville. Okay. Um, I was stationed in Fort Jackson, South Carolina when I was in the Army. I went in when I was 17. I was young. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've lived in Reno. And so after all that stuff, I came back to Vegas when I was like 20... 25 and um just started working and got started i started this job at perfect auto do you remember who that was mm, mm. sounds familiar yeah they're a pretty shitty company spring that uh no not, not spring mountain right no. they're, they're yeah. all over they still they're all over, over. Oh. i hope they're not around it's like they're a franchise they're a trash company okay so anyways um the reason why he says that by the way is like it's a company where you would like pull in for a free oil change, and yeah. they'd say there's like ten thousand dollars worth of yeah. Stuff they're very your car. just manipulative. Okay. They're not very yeah. transparent. And well, they, well, they create problems for your sure. car. Right. Sure. You have to fix them. Yeah. So those are the ones that work with a lot of the <laughs> PI lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> no, some, not all. Sorry. So some of them. I'm sorry. So uh, I started working for the company. wasn't really feeling it. Anyways, the the uh, the, the GM had ran my criminal history mm -hmm. and saw that I had stolen car convictions back when I was like fucking 17, 19, oh. 20, somewhere in there. Mm. My time in the military was short. I kind of didn't disclose to the military that I had mental health issues. So they found out about that after an incident and they gave me a chapter 10, um, uh, uh, failure to adapt. Okay. It's an other than honorable with honorable conditions discharge. It's a code three on a DD two fourteen. Mm. So how I many months, out. how many months were you? I was like a year. A that's, year a, that's, a, that's a long time. I that's went through sick. basic. I went through AIT. I was stationed in Fort Jackson, South Carolina. That's not yep. a long time. A year. But it's the still, training. Yeah. The training that we training. went. Dude, like. Uh, Army, right? Army? Army, yeah. My MOS was 6'3 Bravo. I was an infantry mechanic. And all four of my uh, drill instructors or drill sergeants were all former uh, 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 ODS, mm -hmm. uh, which is Operation Desert Storm. Oh, uh. Tough, OIF, tough guys, Operation huh? Iraqi Freedom, and they were all deployed multiple times. Like they taught us some shit. Yeah. I pretty much came out of Navy SEAL. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm no disrespect. Can you to the break Navy her neck SEALs, right now in five seconds? No, but 
I did do <laughs> Krav Maga training. I learned weapon disarmament. I learned breaching and clearing houses. Show I us how that would look, Chanti. I learned. Let show show <laughs> show it Listen, to me. I, the show, has to, Meyer, the show has to continue as the problems of. I still have to survive. <laughs> so the next episode. I can take over your job. So sure. so sure. anyways, <laughs> I uh, so anyways, my employer found out that I had stolen cars, and he drove back from California, fired me. Refused to give me my check. I got an argument with him in the parking lot, called him out, tripped out. I was in a bad state of mind oh, no. at that point in my life. Stress and anxiety was overwhelming. Um, I was also born with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. I don't know if you know what that is, but my mother heavily ingested drugs and alcohol when I was in her womb. Mm. So the frequency of my mind is sped up. So in moments of distress and anger and anxiety, yeah. I'm like a dragster spinning my wheels. And whenever I pick a decision and go with it, I don't look back. I don't stop. Mm. So that's why I take the medications I do. That's why I do the yoga, the meditation, and I take the proper steps to okay. maintain mental health. Wow. Um, so I call Did you go to jail for? Well, no. Then, then what happened was, is, no, I didn't steal anything. He, he kept my check from me and he fired me. So then I saw a jazz dent in the side of his truck and then I went home and I think I knew you then, right? When you, yeah, you know, you did, room? you did. Uh, I kind of remember the story now. And then, uh, and then he sends me text messages talking about, well, you damaged my truck. I'm going to come to your house. And the ID, the address on my ID was my, was actually my dad's house. And I told him, I said, bro, that's my family's house. Like leave my family out of this. Okay. He's like, oh, okay. Well then I'm sure they're, they're not going to mind me stopping by. And I'm like, yo, like, dude, you're pushing the envelope here. I'm trying to leave this shit alone, you know? And so, um, I fucking started tripping back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when I started tripping back, he got scared and called 911. And then I went on and. Did you get arrested? No, not at that point. Okay. Then I kind of like. Did some, I did some what'd, you, what'd you say to him at the end? What was. was do you mind saying? End? What did you say to him? What was the threats or. It, it, there was really no threats at that point. The threat came whenever I did like the Facebook Live video. And. But this and was the same story in regards the, to. Yeah. Making this, a, yeah it was this, a bomb threat. So I'm at my house a couple of days later. And I'm like, I make, I go on Facebook Live and I make a video and I tell him like, yo, I'm going to blow your fucking businesses up. Like, fuck you. I'm not going to hurt anybody, oh, right? No, yeah. Because my goal wasn't to hurt people. Sure. My goal was to cause property damage, which would have led to investigations, which would have shut down the locations, which mm -hmm. would have costed him money. That's mm -hmm. what I wanted. I never wanted to hurt any innocent mm -hmm. person. That's not cool. Mm -hmm. Property damage, even, even now, that was immature and stupid. But in the moment, I was just like, dude, I'm, I want to make this dude pay, especially for threatening my family. Yeah. So he got scared. He called Metro. Metro investigated the Facebook Live video. They took the video to the JTTF, which is the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Mm -hmm. They analyzed it, and Metro asked them, like, is what he's proposing, <clears throat> are these explosive dangerous? And they're like, yes, he can, like, he knows what he's doing. He can really hurt the, the facility or whatever. And everybody's under this impression that I was trying to hurt people, but that wasn't my thing that, you know what I mean? And that was just a pointless thing to argue when I went to court. Oh, okay. So two days later, after I post the video, the feds surround my house, which is w what you guys have a clip of. Mm. And I went on Facebook live again. And I knew that I was just like, again, I just wasn't in the right state of mind. I was angry. My, my mm -hmm. I was angry. I was stressed out. Like, so I get fired from my job. My roommate gets fired from his job um, for rear-ending the second car in two weeks in the company truck. This is the end of the month. Rent's due, and we don't know where we're going to come up with $2,000 for, mm -hmm. our, for our rent. You know what I mean? So, like, stress yeah. is just like, ding, ding, ding. My mind's racing and just wasn't good. So the feds came and surrounded my house, pulled me out, and uh, I, I had a standoff with them for, like, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And Oh, my um, goodness. 
Weapons? Did let's, you have um, weapons? We have, so no, I didn't have any weapons. Okay. I was unarmed. So oh, we, have, okay. we have a link. Um, let's look at the first link, basically. I think it just shows... Shows a little clip picture of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. don't I look great? I don't look like I've been up for 72 hours at all. <laughs> so how many years ago was that? That was back in uh, 2017. Okay, 2017. 2017, okay. Is there anything else on that link below or no? Yeah, you're still young. You do look pretty good in there, though. 22, 23. So it's been six years. Yeah. Okay. The, so the second link, which is kind of interesting. Um, well, he's in his early 20s, you yeah. know, so yes. The second link yeah. is... is it, you're so erratic and crazy. I, and I wish we actually had the full... I, I thought the video was interesting. What I will share with you is that the second video, we have part of it because we made the news where basically he goes live, which is very interesting because of times have changed in regards to policing and also, you know, citizens, people having, you know, FaceTime and social media platforms where they can go live. So when this situation happened with Wayne, he decides to go live on social media mm-hmm. when SWAT was around the home. So could you imagine, right? You got how many cops would you say surrounded the home? Probably about twenty. Oh my god! So there's twenty cops around the house. So he's facing and a helicopter off. and and metro. It was it was the FBI, the Joint Terrorism. Yeah, I sent it to you. It was the Joint I got Terrorism. It all, I got it okay, it was the Joint Terrorism Task Force. It was Metro. It was uh, the FBI. And yeah, they mm. pff, man, it was a shit show. Mm-mm-mm. The crazy thing about it is, I always remember which we're missing a story which shows the. Other side wasn't it like a few weeks prior that you chased down that that burglary suspect. Oh yeah, I have that award that too. I he got an award by Las Vegas Metro Police. I got an award. Yeah, <laughs> a month earlier, I got an a award from the Metropolitan Police Department <laughs> for for Taxi subduing a subduing a suspect that initiated an officer-involved shooting in my neighborhood while committing a series of burglaries. So I come home at two thirty in the morning. I'm doing my concierge thing. Clients are had fun. Whatever they're at the club. And I'm seeing these two Metro officers racing down Blue Diamond. I lived on, at the time, Blue Diamond in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. So I see them, and I'm coming down Buffalo. So I see them racing down Blue Diamond. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? Why I look over to my right, and I'll be damned if there isn't a helicopter circling. Mm -hmm. Now, prior military experience tells me I know how ground units, air units operate. I see them circling in, in small patterns. So they're looking for somebody. I see the ground units turn left onto Buffalo. Like, okay, they're flooring it, I'm flooring it, because that's really close to my house. They turn off, I go straight, I make the next right, I pull into my neighborhood, I go to pull onto my street, and when I pull onto the street, the helicopter's circling in my cul-de-sac. Now, when I say cul-de-sac, I mean my street went down, it made a a left elbow, and then it made another left elbow, and then it ended. I was here, the suspect was here with the helicopter overhead. So I went upstairs, and I checked on my girlfriend, you know, me make sure she was cool, I grabbed my dog, and my dog was so fucking excited. I had a half blue nose pit, half ger- half German shepherd, and I was like, "Jitsy, you want to go get the bad guy? Let's go get the bad guy." You know what I mean? I was excited. So I run back downstairs. I'm like, "Babe, lock the doors." I go out, and when I go out, I hear the air unit giving them demands like, "Suspect, stop!" This is Metropolitan Police Department. Yada yada. And I sick my dog on his ass. Mm. So Jitsu, with no hesitation, went straight after and just started smashing. He takes off through one of the little alleys between the streets because it had like a. Like you would have to go this like this through the neighborhood, but you'd have these alleyways with mm-hmm. the yellow pole standing up where cars couldn't go through, but people could walk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he took off down that. My dog took after him. I took off after my dog. Well, he goes to hop a gate. Jitsu tells me what backyard he went into because she chased him mm-hmm. accurately. I hop that gate. I run across somebody's backyard. I go to hit a wall that's like five feet on my side, but 20 plus feet on the other side of a drop. Hit it, boom. Chase him, look up. I look up, I see him turn in the corner on the apartment, chase after him. I, I run past an NHP squad car, and I'm like, NHP, we have a suspect in the neighborhood, suspect in the neighborhood, right? Hoping maybe he hears me. Mm-hmm. 
we'd run across a construction site that's being built and they have all their lines up for their plumbing and their electrical. He goes to jump over a ditch. He trips. I see the line given the light by the air unit and I tackle him to the ground. I put him in a rear naked choke and I put him to sleep and I just start fucking just hitting him. Oh boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? And then the ground units, like 30 seconds later, they arrived after air unit wow. dispatched to the location. So I get an award for that. One month later, they're surrounded my house. Now I'm the suspect. <laughs> it was a shit show. Oh my God. So yeah. That's um, funny. I mean, it's a, it's a funny story because I knew the story about that. Yeah. Now, I'll share with you when I was working in... Uh, were, were they lenient with you because of no, what happened? No. They didn't no. know. Listen, let they me tell know. you what my attorney told me, okay? Because I got indicted in the state, and I ended up getting two to six years. Then the feds turned around, and they indicted me on another case for me shooting guns in a gun range that I legally worked at as an independent contractor while being a registered felon because I didn't get enough time in the state. They doubled up on me, right? Oh, shit. So when I go to see my federal public defender... And I'm sitting there and I'm like talking to him. I'm like, bro, why are they indicting me over this shit? He's like, because you committed cardinal sin. Mm. I said, what do you mean? He's like, you, what you did threatened their power. Mm -hmm. They said you could have murdered someone and law enforcement would have had more respect for you than what you did. By having a standoff against them, by making terrorist threats, by threatening the public, you, they declare you an enemy of the state in their eyes. They have absolutely wow. nothing for you. Totally understandable. Wow. Not mad about it. And you know what? Given where I'm at now in my life, given the knowledge and the wisdom and the experiences I've gone through, mm -hmm. I really don't regret any of it, even though it was shady at the time. Okay. So, um, so that answers your question about did they go lenient? No, yeah. they didn't go lenient. Did they were trying to grill time? me like a grilled cheese. Yeah, I did like six years. You did? Yeah. Oh, so you just came out yeah not long ago oh wow i've been out on the streets like a month no way yeah and i've already got my company back established i've got i'm at a house i got saved oh, up wow. for a car from, from that you know it's funny my life's in a circle but i how much time did you do from that incident six uh years. no no no. i got two to six. Oh. Okay. so given nevada statutes uh it was tw it was uh you got two right it? it was 26 to like 64 months, something like that I ended up doing two. Then I immediately got transferred because I had a federal case. I got transferred into federal custody. Oh. So I went from I went from Clark County Detention Center, mm -hmm. excuse me, to High Desert. From High Desert to the feds in Pahrump to get indicted. Got indicted, got convicted, came back to High Desert, went to Southern Desert, finished my time, got paroled to my federal case, went back to Pahrump. Got sent from Pahrump to Oklahoma City to Grady County, Oklahoma, back to Oklahoma City, out to Beaumont, Texas, where I did my time in Beaumont USP. Oh, wow. And it... Well, Beaumont is minimal security, isn't it? Or low security, I'm sorry. Beaumont is a complex. It has a low, a medium, oh, a okay. camp, and a USP. Yeah, yeah, okay, yes. USP means United States Penitentiary. Mm -hmm. It is... Which and like, were you in? I was in the USP. Okay. It's, if you were to Google Beaumont USP, it is one of the deadliest prisons in the United States. Okay. It is a high profile, maximum security, United States yeah. disciplinary federal penitentiary. Mm. It is where the, it's where the fuck ups go to fuck up more. They put me in the worst prison ever. And we argued mental health issues at my sentencing and they said, and they acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. They said, okay, you have, you have a history of this. We get it. We get that you, you had 
you know, you had, you had a mental breakdown. Okay. We get that. So what, where do you, re, where do you request that you want to go? Because in, in the feds, you get to request, I mm. said Phoenix or Lompoc, mm. which are both mediums. If I were to go there, I would have received a lot of, a lot more help when it came to like mental health. That's just not where the, the dominoes fell. I ended up going to Beaumont. Wow. Like when I was at Beaumont, there was this 22 year old kid, never done a sentence his entire life. First fed case for like six grams of cocaine and a pistol, just being in the same vicinity. Mm. They got him with guns and dope. And they put him in one of the most dangerous prisons in the United States. And he's only doing like two and a half years. It's like, bro, wow. this is a place where I would wake up in the morning and I'd walk out of my cell and my neighbor would be the number one blood on the entire West Coast of the United States. Mm. This neighbor over here, he's just some chubby kid, but his uncle runs the Sinaloa cartel. That dude right there is an enforcer for the Mexican mafia. Mm -hmm. That dude right there embezzled 400 and something million dollars mm -hmm. from the United States government. That guy over there, oh, he's just a gangster disciple from Chicago, but he's got more bodies underneath him than a cemetery. Like it, it was real. I did time. Okay. You ever watched the movie blow? Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, the dude Johnny Depp is getting his Coke from. Uh, yes. Okay. I did time with that dude. He got indicted 40 years ago. He's doing a life sentence. Oh. He literally had over $2 billion worth of cocaine in a warehouse and the feds got to him because of the interstate commerce effect. It was a serious environment. Yeah. Like stabbings happened every day. Fights happened every day. Wow. We had, we re, like a couple of years ago, we had 10 deaths in eight months and the yard only had 1500 people in it. Mm. Do the numbers of that. Your odds of being stabbed were like one in a hundred and something. And how long were you there? I did in Beaumont. I did like two years there. Okay. Total. I, I, I have a, I had a friend there. Yeah. He got transferred somewhere else. Yes. It's, it's, it's a crazy yard. Mm -hmm. It's a crazy yard. It's like this, right? Lawyer. No. <laughs> a billboard lawyer. He's not a lawyer. It's, like and I, look, look, I'm going to yeah. just say this, right? Just, just because this is going to go live and like I own a business yeah. now and I'm very yes. transparent and I'm professional. Yeah. This shit isn't like cool, but it's so interesting and it's a, it's a learning experience because you are living an entirely different world mm -hmm. that nobody gets to see. Yeah. Different policies, different codes of conduct, different, different just vibe different you ever walk in a room and you can f and you can literally feel the tension behind mm. something's about to happen because of the emotion that humans are creating in that vicinity mm -mm. it's i it's can insane. only imagine you can literally yeah. feel it yeah like cops know when something's about to go down in a prison it gets quiet yes because everyone's like oh shit, here we go it's about to go down so so what did you do how did you manage it you know or survive it I suppose you just, I mean, I went, I just, you just fuck, man. You go through the motions like it like, on the streets. You guys have, you have presidents and mayors and governors in prison. You have shot callers, lieutenants, mm -hmm. uh, sergeant of arms and everything's separated by race. Like I'm a white guy. So I fell under white politics mm -hmm. under white politics. I can't eat with blacks. I can't eat after blacks. I can't in some places I can't gamble with blacks, everything. I can't ever be sold up with a black person. No. There, there's just, and it's not my belief, yeah. but I'm not bigger than the program. I do these things and I risk my life. It's that system that's if, in place. Right. Yeah. If I do these things, I risk my life. Like it's not a joke. It's crazy. You sell up with a black mm -hmm. dude, dude, you're getting beat off the line. Like, you're gonna have three white dudes jump the shit out of you and try to kill you. Like yeah. it's not, it's not, 
I listen. I went to bed multiple nights listening to people carve knives out of their of their beds, listening to people sharpen knives above me on floors above me on concrete, oh, just like not even knowing. Like you just hear. Yeah. And the guards can hear all this, hours. right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. They don't but they, care. They, they don't, yeah, they don't do anything. All the guards right. wear stab-proof vests. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's, yeah. like, you'll be, you'll be walking on the yard and going to, going to, like, the chow hall to go eat, and something will happen in this building over here, and you'll hear over the intercom, it'll say, all inmates, stop your activity. Lie down and remain on the ground. Shots mm. will be fired. Lethal force is imminent. And if you don't get down, you're getting shot. It's serious. It's not... It's like a whole bunch of animals in one place. It's like a war zone. Yeah. It is. And it's like you you have to be on your toes. You have to be a parent. You have to watch body language. You have to you have to understand the environment of when people are setting people up. And yeah. Whenever you start seeing all the races, the whites all over here, the blacks all over here, the essays all over here, you're like, okay, something's about to go down because everyone's grouping up. You know? Did you have to fight? Yeah. You did. A couple times, yeah. A couple times. Yeah, you do what you call like having to put in work. Okay. We don't like prove yourself kind of thing. It's not so much proof. Yeah, it's prove yourself. But at the same time, it's like prison politics. When you're white, we don't allow child molesters or rapists to walk the yard. I, so I heard that. Yes. And so when you have people that have that on their paperwork hit the yard, the administration can't check their paperwork and discriminate against them because now it becomes a hate crime. Mm. So they hit the yard and we have our attorneys get on pacer and look it up on Pacer, like, hey, what's this dude in here for? Really? Is he in here for telling? Is he in here for raping a kid? What's he in here for? Their attorneys will get back to the white dudes and be like, hey, that dude's got to go. And whenever you're, when, you're, when your number's called, if you don't do it, now they're going to hit him and they're going to hit you. No way. Because you're not proving your worth and you're not willing, you don't have the heart to, like, to go. So, and the lawyers know that? The one yeah, that's giving out yeah. the info? Yeah, they know all the politics. Like, and and, and they're, they're a part of it? Like, they can't just it, it was so, refuse it? It was so fucking vicious that uh, SIS, which is Special Investigations, would have, would have rats, would have people telling, would have people telling <laughs> on other inmates, mm. and the cops would then turn around and tell other inmates that the inmates what? were telling, and then they would have them knocked off the line. Oh, my it God. It was insane, bro. It was like, uh, wow. okay, like why'd he, why'd he just get hit? Wow. You know, the bottom line is it's definitely not a fun place to be. I mean, I'm sure you can make a movie, you know, just You that. could. Let's show the video. Um, Chase, there's a Fucking video nuts. of the of the news um, showcasing uh, Wayne, if you don't mind showing that one. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah let's that. see that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Apologize, our engineer slow I mean, today. will you share with us like the worst thing that happened to you there? Whatever that is, you know, if you want to share it, I don't know. After your video, if Chase yeah. can get it together. Yeah, so, I've been ready. Oh, okay, go, go ahead, baby. Yeah, go ahead. We'll see if uh, we get Facebook sound. Here we go. Right here. Facebook Live. Video has changed the way citizens and officers interact from Facebook Live to body cameras, and it's a dynamic that's not going away. I'm going to stay on Facebook Live because I have every right to do that. I have every right to film and, and record anything that transpires between me and law enforcement. Officers were at Clinton Warrington's door, and he invited the world in on social media to watch the standoff. I'm talking to you. You want me out of my house to detain me. Metro police say they were after Warrington because he had posted a previous Facebook video credibly threatening to bomb several stores he used to work at. Our 13 Action News crime and safety expert Randy Sutton says the rise in video technology like this cuts both ways. For cops, body cameras increase officer accountability. 
Sutton says video can also cause trouble for certain personality types. You get morons like this who want their 15 <laughs> minutes of fame, and they're willing to do the most Can't be ridiculous, stupid, moronic things and put themselves out there in the public eye. During an arrest like Warrington's, Sutton says the Facebook Live is little more than a time-consuming distraction for officers. Make the air unit go away. Everybody go away. Every, every police officer is aware that everything is, is either susceptible to being videotaped or they're wearing a, a camera themselves. So it's not a big intimidator for cops, I can tell you that. Warrington's Facebook Live lasted for 20 minutes. Officers wrote in his arrest report that he voluntarily exited his home and they took him into custody. At police headquarters, David Schumann, 13 Action News. Jeez, trouble. Yeah, Look at you. Sure. Nah. Trouble, trouble. It was, it, it costed me a lot. Like, yeah. It just, it, man, yeah. listen, like it. it when you were young, you know, and. Yeah. By the way, you know, what's interesting is we never really spoke emotional. about it. Emotional, you were young and emotional. So I was working at Las Vegas Defense Group, you know, helping people that got arrested. He was the first one to comment on my live video. Oh, yeah? Oh, did <laughs> Don't you, say anything! Did you watch his live? <laughs> what was funny is I'm watching the video live. I'm inside. Because the, you knew him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it must have popped up, and I think live was kind of new. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I can't believe this is happening to this guy, you know? Oh, God. And, uh, and I like Wade, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I, I just couldn't believe it. But during the video, he's like this. He's like, I, which is actually funny what he says. No, so I'm actually retired from... New York City Police, but I was right. a Henderson cop, right, as well. So on the video, he's live. I'm watching, I'm, and I'm telling the lawyer. I'm like, you, I actually was asking a lawyer, uh, Michael Becker at the time, and I was asking, hey, could you go out there to the scene, you know, mm. to help out, you know? And I was trying to, like, you know, it was an unusual situation. And I think he wanted to go out. And Anyway, on the video, he's like this. He's like, I know retired chief of police, David Colmeyer from the Chicago Police Department. Oh, no. And I, he's here live. He's watching Gotta live. Gotta give shout outs, right? <laughs> shout out to DK. Oh, he's, like, he's like chief of police. Like, uh, oh, no. He said, what did you say? You said, um, Tripping. He said Chicago. I was Chicago. like, oh, I'm Chicago. So, I raised rank now. I'm the chief. Okay. And I, I'm like, oh, my God. You just said David. And then you said his name. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, he was lied to. So, um, <laughs> nice. I couldn't believe it. But, you know, it's definitely an unusual experience oh because, right, like, you know, FaceTime and FaceTime Live did not exist years ago. Yeah. And now I have this guy, like, calling me out while SWAT is around the house. How many views did you get, if I may That's ask? a good question. A couple they thousand. took it down at the end, right? Thousand. Of course they No, did. my ex took it down off my Facebook. Oh. But there's a whole, he had the whole video at one point in time. I feel okay. bad we don't still have it. Anyway, but it is interesting these times with policing, right? People go live. I think that even if you Google, like, um, shoot, gotten killed and they've been live, mm -hmm. you know, which is crazy just with our times with technology. 3.7 thousand for News 13. Okay. 2.8 thousand for another one. Well, the, yeah. the problem with, with the, some of the live stuff is people are incriminating themselves. Yes. True, you true, know? true. I mean, they, could, they probably, did they ever use it in court? No. Uh, they didn't really need to. They, right. they, they put it in paper version. All right. So tell the story now. We're going to show what's going on with court, but share an interesting story. This court situation happened after I showed up to court, right? That was a... An appeal, right? The one, the video. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Tell the story of what happened, what you were trying to do, and then you you asked me to. So let's let's lead up. Okay, I get out because I've never done that before. You know, since I was a cop, I never did it before. But I was. Which, by I the way, I owe you my life for that. I feel like I didn't do anything at the end, but share the story. You know what? He doesn't know the story. It's kind oh, of interesting. Okay. You know how many people I've seen Tell in me. court that that go to court and they're like about to lose their life, and their family doesn't show up, their mm -hmm. friends don't show up. To show up to somebody f in court is like. To show up for them in the hospital, it's extremely appreciated. To write me a letter mm -hmm. and to like, like get that get that envelope under my door, 
when I just watched a dude get butchered and I've been on lockdown for the past four months. I haven't been outside. It's like deal. it changes your whole day. You know what I mean? Mm. Small things. You just don't understand how appreciative. Okay, I'm I gonna write. I'm gonna write my friend. So <laughs> debating. So, yeah, so, so let's catch up. I get released. Shot, yeah. I get released yeah. from police custody. I go to the halfway house. Halfway house. My mom's terminally ill with cancer. I request permission to go see her. They deny me COVID. Mm. I tell them, "Fuck you." I'm going to see my mom. She only has a couple months to live. Um. They, they, I go back to that. I didn't leave. I didn't abscond, but I came back to the halfway house and my hours didn't match up that I was supposed to be at work with when I was out of the halfway house. Mm -hmm. So they sent me back to prison for being unaccountable in the community. My mom died 13 days later. Mm -hmm. I do the rest of my halfway house time in custody. I get out. I'm out two months. Now I can't go to the halfway house and I have no money. I have nowhere to go. So I'm homeless. So now I'm like bouncing hotel to hotel, sleeping in hotel bathrooms, fucking taking pictures on the strip for like tips, trying to make 150, $200 a day, just so I can get a hotel room to have somewhere to sleep at night. So I can do it all over again the next day. Month goes by. I finally get to live with my brother. Um, and then I got, I, I wasn't on my medication. I wasn't doing yoga again. I was in an extremely stressful situation, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I got into an argument with somebody and they called and told my PO that I threatened to kidnap him and take him across the border. Again, my mouth got me in fucking trouble. So they sent me back to custody. Well, due to Tapia versus United States, you cannot impose a term of imprisonment or lengthen a term of imprisonment on a defendant due to rehabilitative needs or treatment. You cannot sit there and say, we're going to give you 13 months so that you can go get psychological therapy Mm -hmm. or because we want you to take this drug program. Prison is not supposed to be utilized as a means of rehabilitation, but as a last means of resort in the event that an individual is not conforming to their supervised release or cannot control themselves in society. Understandable. I made a threat. But the reason why you gave it, reason why you gave me the sentence, violated Tapia versus United States. So we appealed the decision. When we appealed the decision, we won in the Ninth Circuit. My attorney did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. She... And, you know, it's, it was an accident and it was like, okay. So then I, I was remanded back to court to be resentenced. By this time I was almost already at the year that I had been given. So Mm -hmm. the judge just gave me the same sentence that he gave me when I got there and I ended up being released on March 1st. So what you're about to see right here, it's a 20 minute long video. I don't think. We'll just show a quick clip and you could just tell us what happened. You can narrate it. Okay. Regard, when I showed up, you asked me to come to court. What was that for? That was for appeal. That was for the revocation hearing. Okay. And what, that so was for I, the so violation. He asked me to show up to court just as like a character witness, but they seemed very much against me, right? Mm. Yeah, because you were a cop that showed up on behalf of a criminal. Mm. They were like stopping me from trying to speak. Explain. I didn't even understand yeah. all of it in general. What was your take on it? He didn't even ask you the right shit. Mm-hmm. He just asked you your name, what you did, blah, blah, blah. He didn't say, how does Mr. Warrington contribute to Las Vegas Legal Network? What is Mr. Mr. Warrington's personality like? How is he with customer service? How is he with dealing with people? What are positive traits that you see with Mr. Warrington? Mm-hmm. These are the questions mm-hmm. I needed a stupid ass to ask you, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He kept the it very The only thing I made a comment, they allowed me to speak, was I said that, that I don't believe that him going back to jail is going to help his situation. I believe that you know mental health, you know maybe therapy would help his situation, but it's not gonna it's not gonna change his situation by going back to prison. If anything, you make things worse. I think that was the only thing that really I was able to get out, mm. right? right? Pretty much. So I don't really Pretty think much. it helped. I think the You're judge like basically a witness, just like, or, right? Yeah, like yeah. a character witness. Yeah. I just felt as, as a cop for seventeen years, basically okay. that 
but they really were stopping me for trying to speak. Right. Right. Oh, interesting. They, it was, yeah. It's, they felt like, who am I? Like, I'm not certified. I'm not this. I'm not that. Law and order teaches you a lot about hearings, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. it, it's, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people think that shit, a lot of that I shit's bet. fake, but a lot of it's actually it's real. real. Just the stories in the, in the script isn't real. Yeah. But the variables involved of law and what can be said and things like that, that stuff is very real. Cool. You know, he's very intellectual in regards to speaking about it. You almost become a lawyer because everyone's yeah. talking about like case law, right? What oh, yeah, dude. Do you know how many times I, and not only that, I read at a, a post high school level, pre college, somewhere in there. Mm. So I'm able to understand legislation. I'm, understand, I'm able to understand like the United States sentencing guidelines and mm -hmm. the United States code and things like that. So. Chase, can you play just, we'll just play a quick, the, video, the third video there. Play, play the first. Uh, Play like the first seven minutes of it. This is when my so attorney steps up and she speaks on my behalf. So just narrate a little bit as as we play. Narrate. Is that when Dave was there? No, this, this is the after. this is the court of appeals hearing. I oh. wonder if I can get the video of me being there. That'd be interesting to have. You can, but you'd have to re request it from the court. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let it roll. Okay, let it roll. Let Thank it roll. You. Thank you, Chase, for letting it roll. We hear people. Good morning. May it please the court. Amy Cleary on behalf of Appellant Clinton Warrington. I first want to thank the court for expediting this appeal. This Great. Several sentencing errors that we asked the court to remand on. I'd like to focus on two of them, the Tapia error and the district court's failure to calculate the guidelines. No audio. Um, and then um, permissibly to address the district or the, this court's published decision yesterday in U.S. versus Nasida, which would impact the remand. Congress through 3582 made clear that district courts cannot impose or lengthen the term of an incarceration simply to promote rehabilitation. But that is exactly what happened here. And we know that because the Supreme Court made clear in Tapia versus United States that when a court even possibly suggests that the term of incarceration is built on rehabilitation, that is plain error. This court on remand from Tapia, and I'll refer to it, this court's decision so as just Tapia kind of a, too, explain what's going on. makes clear so that the, the very thing, language that the as district going, court narrate, just tell us what's going on. was used. She's pretty much explaining to the court Tapia the justification why my case should be overturned. Okay. She's stating this is the and reason. The, this and is what court is this? Appeals? This is the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals Ninth in Sacramento. Ninth Circuit Appeals in Sacramento, California. So she basically trying to state why. Yeah, you can cut the video then because people are confused about what it is. You want to unplug it or? No, not unplug. Just, just, okay. just the video. Oh, just the video? Yeah. All right, so bottom line is they go to appeals and what happens? We won. Okay. They decided to overturn my case and, and remand me to custody to be resentenced. Okay, and then you go back down to the local court. Mm -hmm. And they gave me the same sentence they gave me. And what's the reason wow. why? Basically, they're, they're allowed Because, to well, honestly, I'm glad that they didn't give me an upward departure because the government was arguing for 18 months mm -hmm. on the resentence instead of just giving me the same 13. And it was even the marshals and my attorney that told me, me stepping up and speaking to the judge and acknowledging and taking responsibility for certain things and addressing the court the way that I did saved me from not getting that 18 okay. months. The bottom so, line is, is that the stuff's over now. I mean, I guess, it is. you know, so we have, we have different super fans. We have super fans. Steve would say, what's the problem that we're solving? What would you say? I mean, basically, we could say, you know, we got to be careful in regards to what we say, you know, in regards to employers when we leave. And what would you say? I would say, I would say for my particular situation. For other people that may be going through tough times. Tough times. Mental health, man. Being able to stay in control. Being able to communicate appropriately. Being able to problem solve. 
being able to look at a situation, analyze the variables of that situation, and focus on what is the most productive and effective outcome for all parties. Okay. So had, like whenever I was in Beaumont, I read this book called uh, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. And I recommend everybody reads that book. It's about 400 pages long, but it gives you the entire psychological breakdown of human behavior and fear and PTSD and chemical exchanges in the body and the brain and how fear and, and trauma affect the body, both neuro, uh, neurologically through neuroscience, developmental pathopsychology, which is developing an illness mm-hmm. in, the, in the psyche. <clears throat> and um, there was one more interpersonal interpersonal neurobiology which is how how your your mind becomes rewired Mm -hmm. so you consistently deal with the stress that you deal with every day the kids the job the this or that you're rewiring your chemical exchanges in your body to allow you to assess situations and how you can deal with it so you would get mental health mental therapy yoga do yoga yoga, meditate take you have to have i don't give a shit what you do or how busy you are fuck the world you are going to be the only one on this roller coaster ride until that shit comes to an end. So you need to take an hour or two a day and you need to do what you, what makes you fucking happy. Yeah. Give a fuck if it's video games, drawing, writing music, going on a bike ride, playing with your kids, playing with your dog. Do things that heal that stress and that trauma so that you start to rewire those inappropriate connections appropriately back into mm-hmm. the brain so that you don't make mistakes like I did so that you don't sit there and, and, and trip out because your mind is so accustomed to trauma and stress that that's all it knows. They've come to figure out that immobilization is the, is the characteristic that caters to trauma the most, not being able to do something in a situation when you feel harmed or trapped Mm -hmm. (coughs) is what causes PTSD. Yeah. And (coughs) excuse me. And by putting me in prison, it, it, it pushed me in some ways even further into that until this last year that I did. And most of the time I sat in solitary confinement and back to answer your question um, earlier of what was like the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. I got tricked into hitting a white gang member. I'm an independent. Independents can't hit gang members or the gang puts a green light on that independent. So now if I'm in ever in a situation where I face going back to prison, I have to face that entire gang organization that's trying to literally kill me because I harmed one of their people. Was that so, right before you got out? <coughs> so they about, weren't able to like get Like less you? than a year ago. Okay. So I spent the past from, from late July to January, I spent in solitary confinement and I read oh, that book. Oh, okay. And I wrote music. So that saved your life too, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It was like a blessing in disguise because yeah. now I wrote music, Vegas mm-hmm. Famous Wayne music, mm-hmm. and now I have songs recorded mm-hmm. and now I'm sending stuff to Def Row and Sony and all these people I know in the industry and I'm getting a lot of good feedback. Really? Yeah. So what we, is, you, you gave us two uh, songs. We're going to play the songs, right? Oh, okay. okay. Is it video too? Nah, just song. Okay. Go with Fight Night because if you want to hear something real dirty and like, if you want to hear the male version of WAP, Go ahead and play Trick or Treat. Okay. Well, the two songs you said, we'll play both songs, right? Is it a rap okay. song? Both of them, oh, yeah. Cool. But the lyricism okay. is just, ugh. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. So do you want me to pull up the SoundCloud here, or do you want me to just play it over the... You could, yeah, the, I guess, the but, but there's, a, there's a picture as well, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a picture there. Go for it. Okay, right. sure. John T's going to help out, right? Fight song. Oh, he got knocked the fuck out. 
Chillin' and talking all that shit. I don't think he's ready. Are you ready? We step in that cage and throw them things and bang. Here we go. Keys, cartel, guns out of heat. I stay ready for the bite, I'm never focused on the bark. Dropping bombs like Tony Stark, knocking lights out till it's dark. Martial arts are made of colors, I'm Picasso, what are hearts? Leaving bodies on the canvas, unconscious and with our hearts. Always fighting for the finish, never waiting on the cars. Pressures busting pipes are making diamonds out of stars. You better be quick, bus, or you do not slip up. Get tripped up and mixed up, or picked up and flipped up. And tripped upside your noggin with your face down and feet up. Supernova skills, you're about to feel that heat up. If I hopped on a treadmill, you still couldn't keep up. Talking all that shit, I'm begging Dana, let us meet up. Actions are your words, and that cage is where you speak up. The challenge is the top, chances are I'm gonna peek up. I get busy in that box, make the people pull a seat up. He can profit portions, promise someone's sponsor, stand to greet us. I just wanna go fight So I can have a better day I just wanna go fight So I can have a better day Being chicken isn't in me, I'm the goose, they want the wings off Slaughterhouses in these cages, on the cow, they want the beef off yep. Lighting up my candles on the cake, they want a piece off Cause I am the shit, I'm the scoop, they wanna heap off You wanna call me y'all, just yell my number, I got bingo Yo no habla espanol, but you can see me on Domingo I'm deadly in that cage, call me cancer, go to chemo Vegas made in Vegas, paid I rep that city, yo here we go You scared to stand and bang? I'm here to pull the trigger You on the outside looking in, I'm on the inside looking inwards Focused on my craft, I pop the builder, building bigger Match me with any fighters, swipe me right like we're on Tinder I bounce from place to place to catch the fade, just call me Tigger I just know I'm here to eat, oh hey waiter, comes my dinner When I hear them, it's all over, winner, winner, chicken dinner Sinners turn to saints, I'm in this cage to be a sinner I just wanna go fight So I can have a better day Like flipping porta potties over. Damn. All up in your box like Lucky Charms. I'm chasing clovers. Ooh. All up in your record like the papers in the oh, folder. That's right. All up in your business like a worker on the closer. Good night. You couldn't whoop the batter inside Martha Stewart's kitchen. Let's go toe to toe like athletes for the mention and get you finished. Yep. Close mouths are never fed. Open mouths are getting kicked in. Uh -huh. Open mouths will get you twisted. Close cages leave you twitching. Uh. I'm checking off the greatest while I'm chalking up these wins. When I kill the competition, Lord forgive me for my sins. Please. I'm looping up loose laces because the fight game is a trip. Then running through the competition like the in the mist. They say that it ain't over till the fat lady gets singing. I say that it ain't over till your bell has started ringing. Unanimous decisions, not a thought that is worth thinking. Flipping through the finished film to see how fast these fists been flinging. I just wanna go fight so I can have a better day. I, wow. So I recorded that. I was going to ask you. Yeah, where? Uh, my buddy, Jeremiah Rios. Okay. He's a Grammy Award winning engineer. He coached me through that. Yeah. That was my first time ever recording a song, and I did it in 45 minutes. Oh, wow. But this was and like that's two when weeks you, ago, you right? got out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just recently. Yeah. All right. Second song? Awesome. How second many songs have you done? I've done two. Okay. But I got to go back and uh, there's just... Oh, it's good. It's good. I was, I mean, I was learning. I, I like the beat. Whether people, yeah. whether yeah. people like the it, dislike was, it. I mean, basically, you created cool. a song and 
Well, the yeah, thing about it on. is, is that I, I leased the beats off a of site and I didn't realize that that doesn't allow me to own it outright. Oh. So now someone can come and purchase exclusive rights to that beat and I can't use it. So now what I need to do is I'm going to take those lyrics and apply them to a different beat or remix the beat so that it becomes original yeah. and I can buy it outright. Oh, okay. Beginner's mistake. Didn't know any better. You sure, know what I mean? Like I'm new to music. I've never done I mean, music it's not like in my any, life. You know whether people, even some listeners may well, think that. Well, your friend should have known. The they, kind, they, they did, but I'd already bought it before that. Uh, so they're like, look, okay. spit the lyrics to it, get in the studio, showcase it. And then if you need to go back and monetize and change it so you can monetize it, then yeah. do it. Now, I, I can have it. I just can't make money off of it. Did, now, oh. you wrote this song while in prison, right? Yeah. That was going to be, that's what started everything. Because like two years ago, I wrote that song. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to be my walkout song because I'm an, I've been a martial arts, martial arts practitioner since I was like 16. And I wanted to fight MMA. And I wanted to walk out to my own music. Mm. So I wrote that and I held on to it and just didn't write anything else. Well, when I was in Beaumont USP reading that book in the, yeah. sh in, in the hole, I'm like, man, I'm fucking bored. I'm in a box 24 hours a day. I don't even get to come out. You know what I mean? For like a box, like from here to that wall, here to that wall. My shower's even in there. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I just want to write music. Can I make another one? So then I wrote two songs. Then I wrote five. Then I wrote 15. Now yeah. I've got 29 songs oh, wow. written. Wow. That's good. How so many songs do you have? Kept, it's 29. 29. 29 songs. Kept you saying. That's good. Yeah. 29 okay. songs total that you wrote in prison. Yeah. And like a. F and like Where's a the second song? I thought you texted me the link. I did. It should be the SoundCloud that's underneath it. We've we got the two things hear. of Fight Night here. They can't. Two hear. things of Fight Night? Yeah. How'd you send it to me? Let me. Is it they're both Fight Night? Yeah. The yeah. I could have messed up maybe. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. If I send it to you right now, will it go through? Send it to me the... Uh... Got it. Hold on. Give me one sec. Copy the link. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. Fuck yeah, run it. <laughs> Trick or treat. Sent. Send it to me? Yeah. Okay. This picture looks like John T. Meow, meow. He's got a picture of John T. Fat ass. Everyone has a picture of me. Like, well, I don't have a picture of you. He said, "Can I?" Get no, one? no. This is the picture. Sure, this is a picture of, of John T. Let me see. On a Saturday night in Vegas, it'll show it when he's doing the song. I couldn't use her face. I didn't get permission for that. She always says, <laughs> that but she I could use her ass. She always so. has wigs and stuff like this. this is, what? This is John T. And then the song is gonna be Wayne's second song. It's gonna be Trick or Treat. Oh, this really? I'm, uh, all for the viewers. If you want, listen. You want some, that, she doesn't even know that I gave the photo of you. Oh. If, this is fucking music. Oh, is it? What, what is it? Was he needed, he needed, Let's see. Oh, he needed, God. Let's he needed see. a photo. This is, this is strip club ass shaking. Oh, really? I'm trying to get some so here, pussy here we, got, here we got John T. Oh, yeah. God. I wish my mm -hmm. ass was that pretty. Sheesh. Did you see them titties? Boy, I'm saying we all lost. But I eat that pussy. You eat that pussy? All day. Every day. You gotta eat That's the pussy. Nice. If you eat the pussy, what are you it's doing? Dirty. Dirty. Yeah. Vegas famous Wayne music. I tell you, I love pussy. The best option is to beat it. Beat, beat that pussy. Yep, that pussy still ain't finished. Griefing. You tell her you look pussy, and yet you never eat it. Halloween is every day. I choose to trick or treat it. Kick her out the door, tell her that her Uber's leaving. Give, give, give her dick so good, like a dumpster, she'll be fainting. Give her dick so good, all her DMs get deleted. Give her dick so good, she's a fan that I can scream it. One man's trash becomes another man's treasure. One, one woman's pussy is another man's pleasure. I get deeper in that pussy than the yard, stick and measure. Make a rain from the bank, all that pussy stormy weather. She's straight when she's dry, but she's bi when she's wetter. She's busting all the pipes, guess that pussy comes with pressure. My 
what H's call him Haley, Hannah, Heather. I love that pussy tight, like New Jordan's laced in leather. That pussy's so damn tasty, you won't need the salt or pepper. I'm eating out that ass, claiming never have I ever. Never have I ever thought that pussy could get better. Never would I ever turn down pussy, that's that clever. Ooh, that go nasty, I like the way she move it. I told her I'm the one, she said like Jesus, I should prove it. I told her bring her friend, she said like Nike, I will do it. Now we're in the bedroom fucking like the rabbits getting to it. I tell you, I love pussy, the best option is to beat it. Beat, beat that pussy, yep, that pussy still Hell like yeah. Briefing. You tell her you love pussy, <laughs> I had so much fun right here. Halloween is every day, I choose to trick or treat it. Kick her out the door, tell her that her Uber's leaving. Give, give, give her dick so good, like a dope she she'll be fainting. Give her dick so good, all her DMs get deleted. Give her dick so good, she's a fan that I can scream it. Have I told you I eat pussy? I love it at its wettest. Slip and slide inside that feline. Licking kittens is my fetish. Make her pussy soak the sheets. Leave her shaking like she's restless. My goal's to kill that kitty. Leave her body feeling breathless. Ooh, no, we didn't. But oh, bitch, yes, I did. Like that feed the homeless shelter. I feed that kitty dick. Like playing PS5, she keeps her hands on the sticks. This popsicle ain't pickle. It's known to be a prick. Two, two pump jump ain't in me, and I stay focused on the clip. But I only give the best dick to the chicks who film the flicks. Busting open pussy like I'm tearing up the twigs. Not coming is a problem, I'll show up and bring the fix. It's money over bitches until money don't suck dick. It's money over bitches cause the bitches make you rich. It's money over bitches cause the rich will take your bitch. It's money over bitches cause them bitches need a tip. I tell you, I love pussy, the best option is to beat it. Beat, beat that pussy, yep, that pussy still ain't finished griefing. You look pussy, and yet you never eat it. <laughs> Halloween is every day. I choose to trick or treat it. If fit her out the door, <laughs> tell her that her Uber's leaving. Give, give, give her dick so good, like a dope she she'll be fainting. Give her dick so good, all her DMs get deleted. Give her dick so good, she's a fan that I keep screaming. And my innocent ears can't take it. <laughs> what they are innocence right <laughs> virgin Ooh, ears that's dirty oh my god you I were know. yeah you were in lockdown for a long time huh yeah hell yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. and no pussy in like fucking <laughs> nine months i was like i need to write about this streaming <laughs> i think this song pussy. should be good for john t for like you know for what if you do a show a reality show really it should that, be your song that would be my song walking yeah. out yeah you know, I could see honestly, like a strip club or something. I could see these songs yeah, being played. That, that'd be good. The question is this: I have no sure. clue about this stuff. I mean, I, I, I hope that you're successful with it in general. It just seems tough in general. I mean, everything's not easy. But if you have some good mentors, I have no clue about the music industry, how that works, where you're making money in general. I mean, do you feel that they're guiding you well? Yeah. Yeah. Because you make Cause money I'm off clueless. sales, merchandise, shows, Got it. YouTube views. Once you become an, uh, once you become big enough on TikTok, you become an influencer. You start to monetize that. I mean, the TikTok, you know, we know in, in, for social media and stuff like that. But yeah. just making songs and making money, I guess, if you have it takes relaxing. one hit. Yeah, true, it takes true, true. one. I mean, I give you credit for doing whether people like the song or not. The bottom line is, I think it's good. I mean, I give you, I give you props for basically just doing it. You know, and Dr. Getting... Dre's son, mm-hmm. Curtis Young, uh, he uh, he does Artist Insight. So okay. go check your song out for five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fucking cool. worth it. Yeah. Send that. So I'm gonna send it to him and. I really don't know well, anyone. Well, you have to pay five hundred dollars too for him to listen to oh, it. God. Oh God! But I mean, that's, he's Dr. Dre's son. Yeah, that's a good gig, uh, right? <laughs> right? Hey, pay me five hundred dollars. Let me hear your fucking song. <laughs> so I mean, I just got that in the mix, and I just—that's cool. I'm trying to retire in like the next ninety days. Oh, I'm trying to what get about, that I, one hit. And so oh, wow. let's jump on to um, it's one totally of the last possible. You know, so one of the last things big. I wanted to talk about, Vegas famous concierge. Right. We're gonna pull up your app, cool. and um, which was tell, done by your guy. 
Greg. Greg Geller, basically. Shout Greg out to Geller. Greg Geller. Shout out let's, to him. Let's put on the app. Talk about what you're doing right now. We got about 10 minutes left. Cool. Just, I, want, I want it to be all about Vegas Famous Concierge. Tell us what you do. We'll showcase the app as you talk us through. Okay, so I've been in the nightlife industry. I mean, even whenever I was behind the wall doing time, I could still c call people and book stuff for people like... Really? Halfway across the nation. No way. Yeah, because my contacts were that deep. Were you getting paid? Nah, but I would just do it just to keep it along, you know? So I've been in the nightlife industry since 2012, and uh, I started out as a strip club promoter for Hustler, you know, one of those guys. Diddies, mm -hmm. diddies, diddies and kitties, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, then I got in with Exotic Limousines that was owned by John Snyder, and then uh, I worked my way up to Benny Munoz, who owned a concierge company as well, and he mentored me, and then I split off and created my own company. Mm -hmm. Um I do everything. You come to Vegas and you got the family with you. Cool. We're going to do some go-karts, maybe some gun range, some golf. We're going to do some fun stuff. You come to Vegas with a group of bachelors. Okay, awesome. Let's go see some titties. Let's go party in the nightclubs. Mm. You come to Vegas for adrenaline. We're going to go race exotic cars and we're going to crush a car in the parking lot while you drive a tank and shoot guns and all types of cool stuff. Um, I love what I do. I'm a very transparent individual. I love to provide my clients with the best experiences. When I sought out and, and gathered all of my affiliations with these companies, I sought out the best experiences based on freedom, uh, uh, not even really pricing, just like freedom, uh, availability, customer service, and just overall how, if I didn't spend my money there, if I wasn't willing to spend my money there, I'm not gonna damn sure promote it and put it under my the umbrella of my company and advertise it for somebody else exactly. or to somebody else. So yeah. um, being a Vegas native living here, I know all the ins and outs. I know the loopholes and, and how to save people money. Um, and uh, it's, it's like this. Vegas is a college, mm -hmm. right? And every club is a fraternity. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to get into that fraternity, but they don't know you. But they yeah. know me because I'm the mascot. Right. So now you get to come in with the na mascot, and I'm the buffer and the negotiator between you in the fraternity yeah. and they're willing to do things for me because I've helped them and brought money to their table so that they can eat Absolutely. and they've done the same for me. So it's been reciprocated. Yeah. So whenever you have that buffer, you get a little more edgy and a little more, you're able to get things that you wouldn't get if you directly went to oh, them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You guys can check out my Instagram at Vegas famous Wayne. That's going to have all videos and fun stuff and pictures of everything I offer. I don't care if you're trying to fly in on a private jet with uh, armed private security, tiered one operators, and have uh, a bulletproof Escalade pick you up on the runway. Mm -hmm. Or if you just need recommendations on where to find the cheapest hotel, contact me. I love helping people. Um, a wise businessman told me that you will always make more money on the back end than the front end. And you will always do better in business whenever you help people to genuinely help people instead of trying to squeeze a penny out of every single person. Mm -hmm. So I understand I gotta make money at doing this. However, if you contact me just real quick, hey, I need advice with this. Where can I go for this? Where can I go for that? Yeah. Okay, boom, I got you. This is the best location for that and here's why. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if you're asking me for a restaurant, an exotic car, how to get somewhere, where the bathroom's located in the north end of Bellagio. Right, right. Like, I spent 1,500 hours walking the strip and learning it. Awesome. Knowing where everything is. And the thing about it is, too, is that, you know, Las Vegas Boulevard evolves and changes so much. You got to stay updated on it. Because you, yeah. le you leave and come back six months later, yeah. it's not going to be the exact same. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's funny you say that because I, I was a VIP host 
uh, with my own company for 10 years. Nice. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're doing. Right. Yes. It's fun. Yes. I, I get paid to party, but there's a lot of yeah. professionalism that comes into it. Sure. Communications, networking, marketing, yeah. sales negotiations. You're everything. You're just, you're yeah. everything. You're everything. Yeah. I even show up with my clients. I walk them in. I make sure everything goes yeah. smooth for them. And it's like. It's yeah, cool. You're still young, so you can definitely, you have the stamina. I am, yes. a, I am a man. Yeah, I can't do that. Yes. <laughs> I, I had to switch careers because I'm like, I don't want to be 60 walking to a club. Come on, Shanae. But follow you look me. so good. You could still do it. <laughs> Honey, I go to bed like at 9 p.m. now. <laughs> uh, understand. I can't even stay awake for the opening of the club. Uh, yeah. So, so by the way, one of the okay. things I wanted to do was toss it to you to help wean. <laughs> We actually created an app for him because I wanted to basically help him try to get some the business. The app is so badass. So basically, Vegas Famous Concierge. And then what happens, you can just scroll down Instagram, limo party buses, exotic car uh, charters, the yachts over at Lake Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Gun range, gentlemen's clubs, day pool, nightclubs, go-kart, exotic car racing, fun with friends, media, helicopter tours. Legal The best help. thing is legal help, right? If you need to right. get bailed out. Right. Come on vacation. Just don't leave on probation. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, basically so he's got everything set up, you know, which is great. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I think that um, Wayne, you know, it's funny. I actually think he's very engaging on social media. A lot of times he goes live and um, social medium. Always, yeah, no, he's he's always talking to people and stuff like that. Yeah. Girls, different people and just funny stuff. I'll be hitting on chicks in a pool and marketing my company at the same time. Oh, good. But what's up, ladies? We all doing in town. That's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Just, but it was funny. One time um, he thought, what was the story with the locals? Remember you, you and he, oh, I gave him, I gave him some cash one day. I said, hey, here's some money. And uh, he went out. He's like, you know, I was feeling good today. I want to give out a hundred bucks. He starts talking yeah. about the company. So he, he thought he was giving money basically to like some random stranger. Okay. You know, well, someone visiting Vegas. Visiting Vegas? Yes, I and remember. The guy was I was at Beer Park at the Paris. And the guy was a local. He's a fucking <laughs> local. And he was like a general contractor for like a commercial. I was like, whatever, I already committed to this. What, what was the story? Like, you, gave, you gave 100 bucks gave to 100 a guy, bucks. but what was, what'd you say? Just you wanted to give $100 to somebody? Yeah, what was it? Were you like, feeling good for the day? Yeah, it was something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I was like just, a fundraiser or yeah, something. Was no, no, no. He was just—he was just like on social media. Just it was kind of engaging. He was giving oh. hundred bucks to somebody. Like, hey, yeah. it's Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. got it. And then you know, and then all of a sudden he thought that the guy was from you know Nebraska. And yeah, because like, I didn't gather you? info before I got it. It was literally just all raw. So he's like, yeah. he's he's like what's up? I'm here with da 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 da. I mean, I asked him. I was like, are you gonna? Uh, you mind if we do a video real quick? And mm. I fucking I'm gonna give you hundred bucks. And he's like, yeah, sure. So then I'd already committed to it. Yeah. Then when we did the video, I was like, he's like, oh well, we fucking we live here. And then I was like, oh, okay, great. And then I ended the video and I was like, so what do you guys do here? Like, oh, we're general contractors for a commercial company. I'm like, you didn't fucking need $100. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, the one thing that we need to do since it's been a while, we need to hook up again the VegasFamousConcierge.com to the app, which we have not done. It was like that yeah. a while ago. So I need to reconnect that. I need so, to do that whole site. I don't even do that because Greg's app, you don't utilize phone battery and you don't take up storage in the phone. Okay. So it's better than yep. a website. Well, what I, what I like doing is Vegas Famous Concierge. Like, yeah. like what you should be doing is you tell people VegasFamousConcierge.com and then they'll add it to their home screen and then the app is there. But you uh, forward the domain to the actual app because right now you're telling people Instagram and stuff like that, which is cool. Most people follow people that way. Yeah. But you actually could send the app to people and you tell them to add it to your home screen. I so, bought the domain name. So VegasFamousConcierge.com. I have it. They're going to get linked to your app and people can add it to the home screen, especially if they're coming to Vegas. Yeah. Any other, anything else you want to talk about? So basically, if someone comes to Vegas, they should call you 24-7. Yeah. I swear. Just be careful, I though. I swear I'm a great guy. <laughs> no, just be careful. Don't cross the line with certain things. 
because I, I because I know what people uh, no, ask for. I don't or do none of that. I don't do none of no. that. No hell, no. I don't okay, do none good, of that. Good, good, yeah. Do none of that. Yeah. If it ain't legal, beagle with the schmiegels, I ain't doing that's it. That's a danger zone. Yeah, yeah. So I don't just do none be careful of that. I mean, that's I did. Yeah. I did everything. That's actually a good billboard. Yeah. He's a legal beagle, beagle with the schmiegels. With the schmiegels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a bunch of ugly motherfuckers at the bottom. Like, don't. <laughs> no. well, I just made that up. Really because when I had my company, I did everything. Of course. I just never got caught. Of course. You know, yeah. Everything. I provided everything. Hell no. Hey, my if my supervised release officer is watching this, I promise you, we're not doing none of that. You know, I'm doing too good right now. But she used to pimp out good good looking guys like yourself on the strip. I did. Yes. Did you? There was a market for. Everything. Yeah. Oh, you want me to pimp you out now? Oh, sorry. Um, oh, okay. Not pimp me out. Jeez, way to make me sound like a whore. Why not just be like, we can offer your physical Dude, appearance. Men, oh, man, you men not love doing being a man whore. Oh my God, you guys are. You, y'all you love that, that shit. It up. There's a saying. There's why? Like, why have a wife when you're living the life? Yeah. Got it. That's all right. That's anything else saying. you want? Well, listen. I appreciate you being honest and um, allowing to share. Yeah. Your past. I think it. people that hear you, your story. Wayne. I mean, look, mental health is a real issue, and the yeah. bottom is, I think, also with COVID, people a lot of people were home and suffered from mental illness. And the truth is, even as a you know police officer these days, you know, it's not really the criminals, the bad guys. It's people with mental health issues that basically have issues. It is. And so a lot of police have to deal with people with mental health issues. It's not a fun situation for anybody that's suffering mental health. Definitely, people need to get help. And most people don't know, but you can call in Vegas two one one, which is United Way. You could ask for mental health. There's free mental health available. And most people don't even know insurance and so on. But if you go to the hospital, there's, there's all kinds of places. We can call 211 right now and basically say, look, I'm suffering from mental health, which would be a good test, which I think we should do as well before we... I would just want to see, like, it was a good test for people. Fuck. So did you know about 211? Mm-mm. Well, let's get you some help, honey. No, he's already... He's, he has help. I'm good. Oh, you're good, good now? I've never been in a more peaceful mindset my entire life. Oh, okay. Well, you're oh, taking your meds, right? Thank yeah. you for calling. And I'm going, going to, I'm going to therapy and all. Oh, okay. He's good. Sure what is that? 611? 211. Let's see. Let's see what they say. And speaking of, I want to touch on mental health. Let's see. Hopefully they pick up. I don't Am I going to take a test right now? <laughs> I just want to see what they say. It's going to be a psychological test right now. Fuck. I'm gonna say my friend and John T. The person who's asking if I'm single, well, I'm single sometimes. On Wednesdays. Depends on who's asking. I'm asking. <laughs> but no, but I'm asking. Oh. Wins and love. Sometimes. I will take you out to like, like delivery food. <laughs> What's good? Delivery food? Yeah, it could be nice. It could be oh, is that too. like Netflix and chill kind of thing? Nah, Netflix and fuck. I don't bullshit. Oh, God. Okay, thank you. But we could go out to dinner. That's very sweet of you. Well, That's be nice. very you thoughtful do, you of do you. you know? he's always, this is another problem solver. Yeah. He's always caring like so you. So thoughtful. I love y'all, men. You men. guys are amazing. Love you, men. <laughs> love the way she said that. It was so. A little bit of, a little bit of fuck you in that. I love you, men. <laughs> this is, you know, so if I'm suffering from mental health issues and I'm calling this number, you are long, suffering from yeah. issues. Hey, I want to touch on one more thing too. This whole, all this bullshit about fucking guns, anti-gun. Like, listen, man. Let's remember two things here, okay? For one, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, mm-hmm. okay? And secondly. The only thing that stops a bad guy is a good guy skilled in violence. A good guy skilled in violence. In violence. You got to be violent in order to subdue somebody. Shit ain't nice. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You got somebody trying to punch you in the face, you got to fucking pick them up and slam them on their shit. Yeah, good point. It's not nice, but you got to do what you got to do. It's like, 
You want to take my gun from me? Cool. Take everybody's fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Make sure we're all on the same playing field mm-hmm. because human nature plays such a role in control and being tyrannical movement mm-hmm. and thing like that. Like, put us all on the same playing field. Don't yeah. take my guns and then tell me you can have one. You got right. me fucked up. Right. All right. So listen, um, I guess you have to wait a little bit longer than I thought. But two one one is United Way. I'm sure during the day quicker. But if you need mental health, two one one is United Way. Also, three one one, which is not emergency, people can call. Okay. The, and one thing I'll share with you, which a lot of people don't know, is if you call nine one one, you say you're suffering from mental health issues. They will actually send a CIT officer. I'm not sure if you know that's called crisis intervention team officer. Oh, that's cool. Only issue is that they're in uniform, which mm. probably not the best for people to be suffering from mental health issues. Right. But they are more trained. To basically help people because they went for training. And most Las Vegas Metro Police are CIT certified. Even Henderson and North Las Vegas, they try to get everybody in the academy CIT certified. Mm -hmm. So even if there's a motorcycle cop nearby and someone suffering from mental health, they can go to most people just don't know about the program. Interesting. That's awesome. So but you, anyway, so if you have an episode, you can just call. Yeah, I mean, yeah. basically they're going to get you help, but it'd be different. But yeah, but what if you have to be on hold like that? For well, this like is two one one three one one nine one one is different. I, it's interesting. I haven't really played with it in a long time, but they, I'm sure during the day it's a little bit better. Super fan Steve basically said, um, if, if you call three one one, you'll be dead waiting for hours. <laughs> <laughs> you already tried, he, he huh, also, Steve. <laughs> he also showed me a nice picture as well. This is what you get when you call three one one. Jesus, <laughs> show my booty. So, oh yeah, I just like that pussy. So on the uh, side. Oh yeah, no, it's the pussy. Uh, yeah, it's just. No, do, you, do you like the pussy cat? Pussy. The pussy. You like See? pussy in the picture. You like the pussy on the side. That's the all. pussy cat on the bottom left. Is that her? That's me. Yeah. All right. So listen, Wayne. That's nice. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting, we're getting, to, we're getting to another level. You have to come back for another time. But anyway, appreciate you on the show. Appreciate you being honest. Thank you. I really hope Thank that the, um, I really hope that you know, in regards to the music, does take off. I know it's not easy. So basically, Hell be nah. strong, be positive in general. Like it takes time for a lot of this stuff to take place. Yeah. Um, maybe we could send. You know, what would be good for Wayne, uh-huh. which right. I wanted to set up. Which we got to be careful talking about this. We need, to, you know, while you're gone, you know about the lake meat and the body situation. They found the body in the barrel. I think you were gone. Yeah. yeah. Happened. They no, found he doesn't bodies. know about it. Yeah. I want to start a jet ski, but you need to go for a boating license. I want to do like a jet ski tour where you look for bodies and barrels, but technically not legally allowed to look for bodies because it's criminal activity, you know, the criminal and archaeological mm-hmm. past yeah. without a license through the federal the parks. State? You got some interesting fucking ideas, David. Really? But while you were gone, I offered a $5,000 reward for oh, a second body that. in the barrel. And they discovered all these bodies in Lake Mead. You know that, right? By the way, they just yeah. uncovered eight, eight Actually, bodies. I thought, right? it was, I thought it was six, but some body parts oh, were six? split up a oh, little bit. Okay. But it, there's really technically they say it's five bodies. But they just figured out one was a North Las Vegas man that drowned in 1975. Just came out, I think, two days ago. Two minutes mm. into the video. So, uh, but the body of the barrel mm. shot in the head. They don't know who it is. Around 1975 to 1980, there was a five thousand dollar reward, and um, I'm trying to get um, maybe a local attorney that will match the reward to ten thousand dollars. If you find, technically you have to be a certified diver to basically find that body in the barrel. That's cool. Because well, the thing with, the, with DNA, we're going to figure out who does closure to a case, get justice right. well, for people. With, with, the, uh, with the lake decreasing as rapidly as it is, it won't be hard. You don't even have to dive that far now. True, true. You just probably there's just over, walk in there. There's over 75 <laughs> barrels, but nobody knows what's inside the barrels, but it's deep. So... What's inside the barrels? A little bit of a conspiracy. So mm-hmm. we're going on a treasure hunt for dead yeah. bodies. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yes. By the way, That's I will. So we'll go. Fun. To, we'll go together. Actually, we need to get like our boating license for sure. Um, <laughs> I got to do. He's got a wake boat. It's like five six hours. But the thing is, you need the jet ski to be the lower, you know, lower section. We got a jet ski. I got a rowboat. My. Oh, that, I wanted to add this too out. for my concierge service. My stepdad has a Jurassic Park Jeep. He has a Sea Doo and an RV that he that he charters okay. out all three. She, oh. she does a lot of. Um, 
she does a lot of things with RVs. So the sea do um, thing. So what, do, what do you mean? What do I do with RVs? <laughs> exactly. She's always out in Pahrump. She's like, I'm at this RV. <laughs> you know, um, no. I have land then in Pahrump. Then she yeah. says she's got but real estate. But I don't estate. have RVs. Yeah. You might know my sister. Yeah. She lives in Pahrump. Oh, really? Shannon Warrington. I don't know her. She's really? like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know I her. She's on oh, yeah, 28th yeah. and you know, Lex. <laughs> she lives on Dollar <laughs> Street. Dollar Street? A dollar? Oh, yeah, near money. It's near Money Street. Is it? Yeah. There's Money Street. It's actually next to Nickel Street. Which is right off Mans. And Gamebird. Well, yeah. Gamebird. Well, my property is in Mans and Gamebird, <coughs> which is the first two exits. Anyway, you can take her out to dinner. You can learn more about yeah. that later. Yeah. But anyway, that's why Wayne, I bury all my exes. I appreciate you. This is there. listen. Chase is falling asleep, so we have to basically put this one to rest. Wake up, Chase. But anyway, Wayne, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Thank it. Hopefully, both. people learn some stuff. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. I am. I'm doing good. You can always call nine 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 one 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 one, which is the problem solver when you have yeah, a problem. When you get in trouble, I don't want you to have any problems though. Fuck my my attorneys are all like, hey, if you have anything, just listen. You got a lot of talent. Like, just stay cool. Just call us if you're having an issue with anything. So and, for anybody that has a problem, I'll talk to anybody any time of the day. 702-999-1111. And uh, Wayne, appreciate you coming to the show. Vegas famous Thank concierge. Vegas, right? Dr. Yay. G, thanks so much for joining us as well as a co-host today. Kiss, we'll kiss, see kiss. You, we'll see you next week on the problem solving. Be careful and stay safe.